If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. There's nothing wrong with that, right? right, right, right. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for Damon Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a trophy. Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You're saying we're going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know, he just got to the Messiah. Obi, the one and only, Shake Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shake Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Easter Friday, everybody. What's going on, Giants Nations? Callers and listeners all over the world, just in case you need to know, the number to call in is 914-205-5796. Once again, that number is 914-205-5796. Today, we got an exciting show for you guys. Ah, a lot going on. We're going to get into the NBA. We're going to get into the NFL. There was some sightings today. Finally, at practice, that we're going to get a chance to talk about. I got my boys with me, brought them right on in. Shakes Montana, my nine. 
What's going on with your baby? LRP, we have no problems in Houston. What's happening? Talk to me. What it do, brother? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's so I want to jump right into it. Crossover. I'm going to cross over his hand and shake your hand. I'm going to cross over that hand and shake his hand. And you shake his hand and we all here. Absolutely. All for one, one for all. Three Musketeers style. And three for five. That's a fact. <laughs> and the product is 50% cheaper. <laughs> so, yo, I want to jump right into what we need to talk about, brothers. First off, before we touch on anything when it comes to the NFL, I want to talk about what's going down with this situation with Russell Westbrook being traded to the Lakers. I've heard a lot of negativity, but I don't care about that. I want to hear what you guys think about that um, in depth because that's something that was very big. Some of us played around with the idea of something like that happening, but we also looked at chemistry, personalities, things of that nature. I'll go last, of course, LRP shakes, and it doesn't matter which order you guys, you know, answer the question in. I want to hear what you guys have to say because that is the biggest news of today. Anybody can start. I'll go first. Nobody? Yeah, 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 I was just pausing, you know what I mean? Like, we had a stop sign, didn't know who was going to go first, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'll go ahead and go. And I don't, I'm, I'm, look, it's a good pickup. Um, anytime you pick up a, a you know, soon, you know, first ballot, because he will be first ballot based off all the records that he's broke. I mean, past Oscar Robinson last year, bro, like, past Oscar Robinson. But I'm concerned with the fit. I'm concerned with the, you know, the usual narrative, the personality clash. You know, he's been, he, Russ has been with, you know, two other duos, you know what I mean, over the years, and it hadn't worked out for him. And then he was just with one soul dude and Bill. And that tandem I thought was going to be dangerous, especially with Bill shooting and him, you know, blazing the, the lane as he does. But the, as far as the Lakers, man, I think they needed shooters, you know. Now, granted, they needed to kind of rebuild their roster anyway, at least their starting roster after, you know, departures, attrition, what have you. But um, And they still got time to add shooters. I think that this is definitely a good piece, not a bad piece in no way, shape, or form, if you ask me. Russ is a dog, and he's home. Um, and if anybody can turn him back to where he was in Oklahoma City, where he was, you know, his jump shot was blazing, his, you know, perimeter game was blazing, it would be LeBron. And only if these brothers can, or this brother, <laughs> should I say Brody, can not get brolic and not get, you know I mean, and, and fall in line and, and play amongst the team. If that happens, they could be just, uh, if they get a shooter, they can be even more dangerous. But they do need a shooter. 
this this does not make them the favorite, no. But it does put them definitely still in contention, but it doesn't make them the favorite. They need a shooter. But I like it overall. And that he's finally going to be able to put on this uniform that he always wanted anyway. And he So that's going to be nice. That's all I got. All right. Okay. All right. Chase. That was great. LRP. Um, the timing is awesome. Um, I'm watching E. He had to go on mute. I'm sitting there on mute. So you held it. You held it. And held it down real good. Good timing. Now, about the question. I'm in brightest spirits today, so I'm good. About the question. This is huge. This is matching what they're doing out in Brooklyn. And this is a super team. This is a powerhouse team. And it also fits. Like, just like it fits with uh, the beard being with KD, this fits with Westbrook going back to L.A. We always spoke about Westbrook going back to L.A., going home. We mm-hmm. spoke about this while he was still in OKC. He's been around a little bit. But now, no, he just went to Washington, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, but anyway, right? Point being, it's good for him going home. It's good for him market-wise. It's good for him personally going back home, having that environment, getting too relaxed, being with your family. As a grown man, now it would be one thing to go there as an 18-year-old kid, but going back home as a grown man, now he can do stuff for his community and all those type of things. So this is great on that aspect. On the court, it's beast. And you say they need shooters, that's fine. You can find shooters. Their shooters just waiting on the wing. Motherfucking Kyle Corbett be just motherfucking sitting there. And that motherfucker old shit, but that motherfucker still can shoot. So they can be had. That that's that's a little that's a little butter on the bread. We talking about the whole toast right here. This is the old toast. Being on the court, they're going to be able to move the ball. None of them is selfish. Not one of them is selfish. And they all can dominate the ball. And I'm talking about their big three. Westbrook, LeBron, and AD. They all can dominate the ball. But they all is unselfish. They all going to get their assists. So the ball will be moving. 
that shooter that you want, they can get off the street. Shit, I can go out there and shoot some buckets. All I got to do is stand out there. That ball going to come right to me. Cool. I'm good. Throw me out there, coach. I'll play with the motherfucker. Because that's when. So I hope that I get what I was expecting this season. And I'm just going to wipe it out as a COVID. <laughs> wipe it out as COVID. That's what I do. I wipe that shit out as the COVID. Brooklyn was supposed to be there. LA was supposed to be there. I was supposed to get my special findings. Well, hopefully I get it this year. Because that big three versus our big three, that's going to be beautiful. I can't wait to see next year. Floor is yours, dude. I just want to go on record. That was when you pulled a pickup, he pow. You tell me? You tell me? He's so uncoordinated. He's always uncoordinated. He comes out in the fucking back like, bro, I know. You know what I'm saying? You never motherfucking went in the double dutch and shit. You feel me? Not to say that you should, but you wouldn't. Hell to the not. They used to get mad at me every time I jumped in there just to fuck around. And I would, like, try to do it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, really give it my all. Yeah, but yeah. the thing would hit me. We, I think we all did. Fuck up the thing. I think we all did that. Fuck up a whole girl double dutch. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you get mad. Yeah, so well, I don't think these kids know nothing about that. I don't think these kids know nothing about that. Bro, this generation don't know nothing about that. Well, I started out with some harmless because I just wanted to get the girl in third. No, but yeah, yeah, I do know that I was having a whole conversation with myself, right? I just need y'all to know that my 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 situation was on mute, and I'm talking to y'all viciously, so y'all didn't get a chance to hear the vi- the vi- the, the venom. I'm like, hold on, man. What y'all think? And I nobody <laughs> looked at his right, phone man. like, so oh, let me, let me just, right, 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 right. So let me, let me, let me just say this, man. Great openings by you both. Great, you know, great analysis by you both. And truth serum for the people that don't know it. Y'all heard it right there from these two gentlemen. They touch two different perspectives on the situation, but more so they touched on exactly what you guys need to hear when it comes down to this situation. I'm going to just add on to those both. One LRP, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely feel the same way. Now, let me tell you the one thing, though, that I get without having shooters around, which is always a you know, formula for winning. But when you have this many guys that can score that many twos and add threes in there throughout the situation, a shooter only becomes a problem if they're missing their wide-open shots and they have nobody to make wide-open shots. Now, the reason why the Lakers lost to Phoenix 
regardless to injury, was because they went on droughts when nobody could score. You got LeBron James on the floor in an NBA playoff, and his team goes eight minutes without scoring two points. Like, that's unheard of for a Hall of Fame superstar to be on the floor with his team, and they go eight-minute stretch without scoring. See, that's where Russell Westbrook comes in at. Because LeBron James having a seat, he's going to score. He's going to take over. Everybody knows him to be that guy. Yes, he has his flaws like every NBA player does, which is his outside shot. He's really not consistent from behind a three-point line, which alludes to the conversation of shooters that we're having as well. But when it comes down to spacing the floor, terrifying defenders, and having to pick your poison, it's a difference than them and the Nets. Each and every scorer from the Nets can step out and shoot the three, and they shoot the three at a high efficiency. But the one thing that the three from the Lakers do, they all play defense. Russell Westbrook plays defense. Anthony Davis plays defense. LeBron James plays defense. Now, don't get me wrong, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, they, they you know, they play in the no. best defense as they could, uh, but not, not on that level. You know what I mean? They're not on that level of defense. So this is a huge move. And now I cannot wait to see the next pieces that they bring in. And my and guess real, I'm going to say Carmelo bad. Anthony is possibly going to be one of the pieces that they bring in for that outside mid-range game shooting, spot-up shooting. Get all up, and then I'll finish on my point with Shakes. My bad, yeah, but um, that would be dope by adding. Um, I don't, I'm not even a Carmelo fan, but for this squad and for what he would need to be doing, that would be perfect. That completes their five, along with the white boy that they just signed. But um, mm-hmm. uh, what I was going to say is to add to Shakes' point and your point. What makes it so now I can't wait like type atmosphere is Russell Westbrook is coming for Durant's neck. Every time they play, he goes for Durant's neck. And I am so ready for that. And I'm not even please don't forget I love how he don't back down. He comes for both of them. And that that series that storyline are gonna be great. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. And now to Shake's point, and that was a great point, LRP, to Shake's point, where he says that he wants to get the matchup that he's always wanted in, you know, the year to Shake's. They both have to stay healthy, bro. That was the problem with both teams. Injuries for the Nets, injuries for the Lakers. That's what the problem was. They have to stay healthy because we see what happens when one or two players go down and a team that may be less talented but just more healthy takes the floor. It's nothing you can do. Your superstar is going to give it his all. He's going to come out and give you 45, 13, and 9. 
when he's going to do all of that in a losing effort because he cannot beat five players. And that's just the way it is. So health is the key, bro. And if they stay healthy, there's no question about it. The Lakers are the favorite to come out of the West, and Brooklyn is the favorite to come out of the East. So your year of the shakes. And let, me, let, me share, let me share this with that. With that real quick, think about it, you know what I'm saying, and what you said, like, the team that knocked us out, we went in the seven games. We should have won. Everybody knows that, but the injuries and everything like you pointing out and all that good shit, which is all facts. But even with that, still could have won with fucking KD choking up. But even with all of that, <laughs> right, we're talking about the NBA champions. They go off to win the championship. That's how good this Brooklyn team could be if they stay healthy. There's nobody in their way, especially on the East. And it should be the same way on the West. Now that the Lakers got Westbrook, it's going. I, I can't wait the next year, man. It's going to be crazy. Right. But again, and I, I, I want to real quick before you finish. I also want to get Black Freedy's take after you, but I also want to say like what I want to ask: What do y'all think about the aspect him going home and him being in his community and being able to do something in his community, being a grown man instead of a young team coming out of college. But, yeah, my bad. Go ahead, E. No, no, no. That's Um, my question for you. That's perfect, bro. You know what I mean? We we chopping this fable because in a million years, nobody put together the fact that this would ever possibly take place. Now, to touch on the situation with the maturity, you know what I mean, of Russell Westbrook, that's number one. You look at the young Westbrook, you look at the attitude, you look at the, the antics, you look at the, you know, the, everything that he was about. But you got to put all of that to the side because when it came to stepping on the floor and giving it everything that he has, he's going to do that. And that right there alone in itself is a winning recipe. When I leave it all out on the floor, you can get away from my dress code you can get away from my weirdo locker room interviews. You can get away from the way, you know, I look and all them jokes and all that stuff people have to say about me because it's undeniable when I step on the floor who I am and what I bring to the table. He's going to bring an intensity that KCP, Montrez Harrell, and Kyle Kuzma did not all combined in one. He's going to bring a scoring tenacity an effect on defenses, and pressure on anybody who's up top playing on-the-ball defense because now you have to have some type of defense on him because you have LeBron James on one wing, Anthony Davis down low, and now what are you going to do? You can't zone that up because if you try to force them to shoot, they can, they can split, he can split the zone with his handle alone and his quickness off the dribble. Then you have a seven-footer in Anthony Davis who can shoot from outside. And then you have a distributor and a facilitator. 
in LeBron James. So my closing on that, um, on this point, and then we can get to what Shake said about him coming home. I think LeBron James plays the smartest he's ever played this year. Not the best, the smartest. I think he takes a step back and literally plays the shooting guard to point forward position. I think that he comes off the ball to give it up to refs, but also he's going to put himself in a position to be a third option in scoring. He's going to let Russ and Anthony Davis run the show and only take over when he needs to and save his best for last or when they make it to the NBA Finals. I think that's what you see from LeBron James to elevate Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. Freezy, what's going on? We got Black Freezy with us as well. We would love to hear from, from your perspective, bro. Happy Friday. Peace to the God. Peace to the earth, man. Love your brothers, man. What's going on with it? Ain't nothing, man. We just chopping it up on the, on the Russell Westbrook trade to the Lakers, you know? All right, what's that getting what up to, bro? What's huh? going on, baby? Hey, yo. Yo, look, let me tell my brothers, man, and let me tell the airwaves, man. Please pardon Black Friday. He had an epiphany, man. He had an epiphany, man. You know, I had one of these dreams where it was like get up and do for self. And I'm trying my best. To, uh, I got two hustles going on right now. That I've got a hustle I've been loving forever, which is music. Second one was making clothes and shit like that. I, you know, I've been playing with that for a long time. Jumping into it directly, uh, learning a lot, just head first, just me, right? So, uh, please pardon my absence on certain things abruptly. Uh, I have to be honest. I'm a man. I got to call the shot. So. I'm going to be here for the people them, especially when the season and all that get here. But right now I'm cooking, man. Got to be honest. But, um, yeah, what they gave up? For, Yo, uh, what hold on did? real quick. Real quick before we get back to sports because my brother took it in that direction. So I definitely want to respond and let that brother know that it is no problems in Houston. You dig me? Sir, if you had a dream that came to you, and it got you up out of your chair or out of your seat or out of your bed. As in when I had this idea for a book, same thing. I literally woke up and went to the computer and didn't stop until I had 37,000. Yeah, I, I, I was almost up for like a day and a half. Day and a half. And nine, and that's how you see all that stuff. Right. So salute to you, yeah. man. I understand that it did come probably, but as men, I'm telling you, that for me, speaking for me, that you are good. I wish you nothing but the best. And <clears throat> that only adds to, and if it subtracts in any way, we'll multiply as best as we can. But never divide. You understand? Oh, no, no, no. Never I'm divide. Exactly, I need, I need the brothers to wear the gear. I need the brothers to take pictures. You know, E, you know all that. You know, you know, Shake. Yes, I know sir. my brothers, man. We're going to get it done, but it's just. From the groundwork, I gotta get it done and make sure everything's good. Yeah, I salute you, man, and I just I support. You. I say all that to say I support. 
And let me know before you go back on the sport. Yeah, let me just say, like, man, I'm never a knocker of somebody going out and doing nothing. Like, do you, bro. You know what I mean? Do you. You got my full blessing, and I'm I'm behind you. You feel me? No, I mean, you know what I mean? Just, like, I'm behind you, and, you know what I mean? I'm proud of you, bro. Like, keep it up, man. You know what I mean? Like, there is no brawl and be more. How about that? You know what I mean? So, there you go, man. Like, all over. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, yeah, I already knew it was going to be love. No, I don't, I don't mean to sound arrogant with this, but I already knew it was going to be love because ain't nothing but respect here. You know what I'm saying? So even if, you know, your brother's any brother, you know what I'm saying, let's, let's really talk about the brother. The brother really is J-Rock. J-Rock doing his thing, you know what I'm saying, you know, whatever have you, but he made a decision to do his thing. So the main thing is this. We respect all decisions, although we are brothers, so we got to take jabs and pulls and stabs here and there. We got to. We're brothers, man. Um, we wouldn't be masculine, we wouldn't be alphas the way we are to a degree. Uh, you know, um, the thing is, though, and I'm not going to say this on this thing because I'm tired of saying shit on here. We're going to have to have a meeting. Like, it's time to really flip this shit all the way. I'm definitely on board with that shit. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. ASAP yeah. Rocky. I'm already planning. I'm trying, I got to be honest. Let me tell you my, my vision, too, the vision that came to me. Seven passive income. Seven. That's that dream, that dream came to you? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's dope. Great. That's, that's what, dope, that's what bro. I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want to sound arrogant, but that yeah. dream hit me a couple of, you know what I mean? The nightmare came to me, too, on Elm Street. You know what I mean? I, was, uh, I think that was in Nightmare Elm Street Part 2 where I got the dream. Mm-hmm. Seven revenues, baby, all day. Everybody needs to have at least seven. Yep. Preach. LRP was there when we was in Houston, so, God, you know, a, a, brother, a good brother that was sitting oh, in the nah, entertainment. Yeah, 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 I got to be honest with you. Your partnership, my partnership with you is a part of the seven. You know what I know. Mean? I know. Yeah. But that brother man across the table from us, I ain't mentioned his name, of course, on air. But of course, LRP was there with us sitting at the round mm-hmm. table, and like the ideas were spewing and the things Yo, was, man, you know, like talked Scott about. Man. <laughs> like, Yo, is that Scott LaRock, bro? I know you know that song, but I'm it was reincarnated. He looked important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Move like it too. I appreciate it. I respected the whole vibe from everybody. Yo, yo God bless, right. God bless too, man. Your brothers, Union, man. Your brothers, you know what I'm saying, Paul. Your brothers is out there connected. E, you are the ambassador. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah. You are the ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> you the major rounds all the way. All, everybody is at J Rock at this point. Yep. That brother's next. We spoke. The rest of us ain't shit, but you the man. <laughs> I'm just playing. Right. Well, let me know. I might I might be able to come through on that four hours. Eh? I, wouldn't be able to come through on that. I wouldn't be me if I didn't say that, but that's shout out to Black Man. Miss you, bro. What you got on? So to answer your question, um, unless he has something else, I didn't mean to take over there. But uh, Carwell Pope, Kuzma, and Harold 
in the 2022 uh, draft pick. That was a lot, as they should have. Yeah, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, we got Nacho in the box with cheese with us as well, just real quick, just to let y'all know. I'm not a fan of him, but I do think he equals all three of those players. But go, uh, what up, Nacho? Good to hear from you, bro. Great trade, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But see, Black. In that in that thought process, I perfectly understand why they traded those three guys, right, away in equivalence to that one player and also got some second-round picks for him, which is fine. But for some reason, I don't mm-hmm. think Frank Vogel knew what to do with Montrell's Harold. And me and LRP mm-hmm. beefed about it the whole about time. That's the only one. Then I would I would have paused on like, hey, wait, you probably need this big down here. You can stretch a little bit. Probably need him. Yeah, something something was up, and me and LRP discussed it like throughout the whole entire time. Like, yo, why is Montrez Howard on the bench? You have an you have an, an exciting, energy bringing, defensive minded can also score offensively. Why is he not playing? Like, mm-hmm. something was up with Frank Vogel and Howard. I don't know what's up. I'm not asking about it. But then KCP took a step back. He couldn't score to save his life. Makes a lot and of Kyle sense. I, I got to be honest, man. He, 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 he kind of reminds me of John Stark, like a better version of John Stark. Like, he's he not consistent, man. Like he not. Maybe he needs to start. I don't know. Bro. I don't know. I didn't see him in the start role. Oh, who? Which one? Yeah, yeah Carwell Pope. Yeah, yeah, he started. He started fifty something, sixty games last year. Oh no, 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 no. My bad. I'm talking about Kuzma. My bad. My bad. I'm talking about Kuzma. He he started twenty five to thirty games last year. Yeah, Kuzma. Okay. Super. He just ain't shit. I agree with the Harold and the Carwell Pope. Kuzma like just him. was just a bad player. Yeah, he just ain't shit. But again, but both didn't get that thing like working. I like Pope. I like Pope. Pope. Yeah, I think, but I think he Pope's couldn't. In the verse, he's going to be universal. 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 He's I don't think that's a good fit. Um, but I think he's a good fit in Miami, and I think he'll be a good fit yeah, with like yeah, somebody yeah. like Philadelphia. I think he can shine those two places. But, you think they're going to um, trade him? I like Powerwell Pope, too, but he was inconsistent. Say that again. You think they're going to trade him, or he's oh, just dude. coming up the bench? Well, no, he's going to have to start. He's going to have to yeah, start. That, I don't think that team did a yeah. three-way trade or something. Because they did that. Oh, NBA be doing that crazy <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? You send a guy to a, a team, and then as soon as he gets there, he's moving to another team, like the third way. That's crazy how they do that. They did that last night with a third I don't know. The, the, I don't know. The Wizards got Wall, Bill, and who else? Uh, 
no, Wallen. Uh, we never had a Wallen. Wallen's in Houston, remember? Yeah, Wallen. Yeah, Wallen. Wallen. Yeah, Wallen. yeah, it was just Bill now. <laughs> who's this, who's this? It's just Bill? Yeah, yeah last year they had Westbrook. Oh, okay. That's and they were good. And that, hey, hey, they were good enough. And the Hachimura, like, the Hachimura kid. I know it was somebody yeah. over there. I know it was another dude, but. Yeah, hold on. The Hachimura kid, Houston? he's there. Yeah, he's in Houston, bro. I don't know about Buggins. I don't know about Buggins. Yeah, yeah. That team might but, be uh, nice, though. I mean, yeah, they put yeah, those yeah. guys on Bill with that coach. Yeah, I mean, he just went there last year, so he got Buggins. He just went there last year. I mean, he just went there last year. All I remember is the jersey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to remember him this year in Houston, like, yeah, this year was kind of a wash. You know what I mean? There wasn't nobody taking no rockets. They wasn't talking about the ass here. <laughs> nah, All right, so the next thing we got to answer I, Shake's question. I didn't see him play, but if I didn't see him with him on two tape, yeah, I didn't play. <laughs> Fellas, y'all, y'all with it? Y'all got um, a number? The question? Shake has a question from us. So how do we feel about Russell Westbrook going back to L.A.? So I want to make sure we answer his question before we right. move on. Well, yeah, just like let me let me let me just spit it out more. Like as far as like marketing wise, as far as off the court, I mean him going home back to his community. I mean where he can do stuff for his community, being a mature man instead of a, a kid coming straight out of college with. I mean, he going home or staying home, he can get in some trouble or whatever. Like, this guy's a grown man going back home, being able to do something for his community. And that aspect, I want to know what y'all think about that. Yeah, let me just go real quick first. Okay. All right, yo, let me go ahead. And, yo, basically... He's good as far as off the court and all that in trouble. I think that's, you know, outside of, like, a parking violation or some speeding or something like that, right? Here's what I would say, though. He's definitely going to definitely get into the letter gang and the movement with all of that uh, stuff he'd be wearing. Because that's all out there. You know, that's where a lot of that stuff comes from. A lot of stuff is coming from out of there as well, being in New York. And, you know. So he's going to be wearing some interesting things home. <laughs> You know, we're wearing stuff. But other than that, that brother going to be good, man. It's just about the mesh and how he fits in at that point in time. And I know each or all y'all Lakers fans will be able to break that down way, way better than that. All right. That's pretty. I'm going. I like it. You know what I mean? I, I like the idea of where he's at and the kind of person that he kind of grew into last season. And, um, if anybody was, you know, especially when he was getting criticism and stuff when he was going for that record or, you know, going for the record but not showing that he was going for the record. The way he handled that was very humbling, for one, I think, for him. Um, two is, and I'm not even putting it on any kind of other inspiration as far as LeBron, just his own, to be back home with the money that he's had and the legacy and the career 
you know, to endorse on me, shoot Mountain, <laughs> coming home with Mountain Dew, coming home with Zito, coming home with, like, you know, Russell Westbrook we're talking about here. And regardless of how of a, not a fan I've been of him personally, sort of like a 180. And it's weird because now I have Kobe who has done this and I have Tom Brady who has done this, where they started out as one way and they end up turning into Rocky. You know what I'm saying? And start rooting for him and Russia. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, it comes a time where they start getting, like, cool and real. And this becomes, I think it's 40. Once you hit the 40s nowadays, you just don't give a shit what you say. Because it's fucking yeah, true. You know, that's the maturity you thing. Yeah. You, don't. you probably come you know up when they had a baby. <laughs> right. But uh, I got off on the tangent there, but I like it. He can build a school there just like LeBron did. I mean, dude's an entertainer. Who knows where he can go after basketball. It's just the Lakers. Magic going to be in his ear. The conglomerate that they got out there and the kind of people that they build, you know what I mean, men, it's just phenomenal. Can't wait to see what he do. It's going to be uh, a Picasso in his own crazy-ass style, but in some form of fashion, it'll be impactful. So, salute to the brother just coming home and playing for your home squad as a grown man. It, it, it is a different type of uh, competition that you bring in. Yeah. First first off, he is going to be embraced different than LeBron James is because he is the closest to a Kobe mentality player that the Lakers have had since Kobe Bryant. See, LeBron James is a great player, but that Mamba mentality, that killer on the court, that's Russell Westbrook that hyper-disrespectful, yell-in-your-face, snarl at you, look at you, look at you with a funny lip face, roll my eyes, talk to you to death, catch a tech because I'm disrespectful. He's that type of player. So he's going to be embraced, not just because he's coming home, but because of the fact that he's like that when it comes to the basketball court. So it's going to be dope to see him there, but also to see how the fans embrace him there. And that's what's going to start all of his stuff within the community because obviously he does it already. But to come home, it enhances it. He doesn't have to leave. He's comfortable. And also I think that brings a different Russell Westbrook. We all know how players get when they come home. Home is home. So the comfort level, the relaxation, the maturation, I think all of that is going to play a role in him coming home within the community, with him growing up as a player, and we're going to see the best Russell Westbrook possible. Hopefully you stay on that positive shit like we all just did, because there is other side to that coin, goddamn it. <laughs> Dude, come back to it to a whole goddamn mm-hmm. basketball time. And that's Kobe. That's that Kobe. Well, they, do got, they got that they big away three from the Viper room. They got that big three, though. They're good. They should be good, right? With they big three? Yeah, oh, yeah. On the court, it should be ridiculous. Should be. 
that's just, you know, personality different. I know Nacho will come on here, be, you know, Suns fan and all that talks about, well, they're all a little bit long in the tooth. They're all old and stuff. I don't really, <laughs> you know, come with some factual shit. But well, now, of course, there's a time limit on it. There's a time limit on it. Right? When they say LRP, you know what, though? It's the West, though. <laughs> if, 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 if this would have been a different NBA back in the 80s and 90s, I would have said something about their ages. But but since the NBA is the way it is now, and what I mean by the NBA is the way it is now, it's the semi-defensive league. So, therefore, players' careers mm-hmm. with an injury are going to be longer because they don't have to stress their bodies as much to do the things that they need to do and to have the ability to score or whatever the case may be. The NBA has turned into an outside shot league. Everybody wants to step behind the three-point line. It doesn't matter who it is. So when you see a guy like Giannis, who's a throwback guy, but he still does every once in a while shoot or attempt threes, rather, it's different. And they're not playing, like, hard defense on you to the point where you can't put, you know, you can't hand check, can't put the forearm in the bottom of the, in the, bottom of the back, you know, more, you know, in the lower back area. Can't do all of those things. So, that's the reason why Russell Westbrook still looks like he's 25 at 31. If nobody told you his age, you wouldn't think he was 31. The way he hopping and dunking and exploding to the rim like that, yo, wait, man, I mean, open, it definitely open and day. I just said Jericho hmm? at 50 fucking put his Right, that's what I'm talking about. Another See, motherfucker you know I'm saying? glass. <laughs> got right. hit with now, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> long ass lights. I put the name for them telling you, but the long ass lights. Got hit like eight of them. 50 year old Chris Jericho. Well, age don't mean shit. 50. He's been playing. He's been playing something today. He's playing something today. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you this opening day. At the Staples Center is going to be crazy. It is going to be crazy when Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James walks out on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> what we think of this offensive the- line? I don't, I don't want to change the subject like that real quick. Well, yeah, we can get right. right into that. I'm super concerned about camp. I am concerned about camp. Yo, I didn't know this many injuries was taking place that all of a sudden now they want to reveal in conversations with blog and like, you know, in articles. I didn't know um, Lorenzo Carter was banged up. Pause. I didn't know um, Reggie Baglin was hurt. I didn't know none of these things. You guys, you guys caught wind of all of that they or not? On. They on bike now. Yeah, bro, these dudes just hurt. Like it's crazy. They getting that Lance Armstrong on. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So, so hold on. Let's get into this offensive line now. Because remember, you know, before I went black, literally, we was on Podbean, 
couple questions. Are we tackle good? Are we guard good? Are we good chases? Are we good? We good. You sure? I said we tackle good. All right, we got four. No, we went around the board, boy. We went around the board. We went tackle. We went tackle guard. Good, bro. We went everything. That's always been my mantra. Right? But you but at least I, you were I have hope. You might have not said good. You might have not said the word yeah. good. You were content, though. Right? Let's be honest. Not with the guards. Not with said? the guards. I. That's the that's the main problem that I always had and I've been having for fucking five years, bro. Like I want that massive guard. You can't say that you was not content. You can't say that because of course we don't have this hindsight to see this man get rolled up on the cart, which is your son, your son the mute. You was good because the mute was dead. Correct. No. I always been a okay. component of getting that next guard. How many times have I brought up guards this, so, this offseason? Nah, How many I times have I brought it up in the draft? You listen, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not content. Now, I'm not believe content. Me. Believe me, I'm missing not this day. I'm not disputing that. The whole, thing, the whole thing I'm saying right now is that the, the time when all this happened, you were content with everything that happened because we had certain things and you felt it was okay. Let me explain to you. No, let me explain to you. <laughs> I need you to listen to me. I need, no, no, no. I need, I need him to listen. I need I love him to listen point. to me, okay? Me too. But I need you to listen, all right? <laughs> all in this, up to this point, all the way up to drag, I kept saying guard. I kept saying this is the main thing for guard. The guards are to be had right in the third, fourth rounds, just like it is every fucking year, and especially this year. We did the same damn decision that we made last year in the draft, and we did not go guard, in, especially in the fourth round, and we chose a cornerback. My son, both of them, mm-hmm. all right? Now, I'm right. still saying we need a guard. Now, when we was talking about the offensive line, what you probably have in your mind is what I'm saying. Week one, they're going to show up and show out. That's probably what you have in, in your head. But all through this shit, I am not content. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Let me finish, please. Let me finish, Black. Let me finish. All the way up to this point, bro, all I have been saying is God. Guard, guard, guard. Even after the draft, we were looking at Trey Turner. We were looking at all these other dudes, the dude from Detroit. We kept going at the guard, 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 guard. Even now, I'm begging for DeCastro, even before the Lemieux injury. Okay? So, no, I am not good. No, I am not content with it. I need a guard, even now. Let me get my rebuttal in, and then everybody do what they want to do after this, right? The only reason why I'm saying you were content is because you you did not listen to the grievances of the brothers that were saying certain things because they were enamored with certain players and what it happens every year with all of us, right? And the grievance was, why in the fuck did we do this shit again? Choose a cornerback over what we knew we needed for a quarterback that is on his last tenure with the team should be. If he plays horrible. And we just need this to be right. in general. What the fuck, mm-hmm. bro? I don't know. That you didn't take that grievance. You just went with nah 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 nah. We good, we good, you know, y'all bitching and moaning. I don't know why you was always, you was doing that, bro. 
Let's just use them. I know that's what and you're so that's talking about. Now I, know what I, now I know what's in your head. You're talking about the draft process. Mm-hmm. And in the draft mm-hmm. process, I'm good with what he did in the draft. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all, y'all, we wanted the whole guards. Yes, I did. But I am good how they moved and maneuvered around because I was telling y'all that's what he was going to do. Am I content with the damn offensive line? No, I am not. I said they must believe in Hernandez and motherfucking Lemieux. That's what I said. But me, I'm not content, bro. I want a damn guard, even after the draft, okay? So we can move on because that is what it is. I am not content, and I repeat, I am not content with the offensive line right now. Okay, so hold on. Let me jump in real quick. Because I've played double dutch many years of my life because that's something that I learned how to do with when it came down to learning how to talk to girls. Just didn't just jump in the rope, but I turned for the hoes. But let's talk on this. So <laughs> do you take back? Yeah, I turned for the hoes. Get that out there. Bars, you yo, ever, you right ever there. tell that's me nothing bar. about double dutch, B? Crazy? But anyway, let's get back to this. So you didn't come on these airwaves and come at me and LRP with the whole massive weapon, weapons of mass destruction, are uh, we, y'all bitching and moaning, like Andre's unhappy. You ain't do that to me and LRP straight up and down. Like, you came at us, brother. What does weapons oh. have to do no, with no, the no. offensive media? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me, listen, listen to what I'm saying. What does me saying they have the weapons of mass destruction now have to do with me being content with the line. I am not content no, with the guard. I'm not saying the weapons of mass destruction. I'm, I'm saying not content with the interior line. <laughs> I don't even believe in the center. I may be okay and passive with the center, but the interior line, it is a problem in Houston, fellas, okay? I am not content with the Is this before line. you went down or after? This was always through the process, oh. all through. All right. Because mm-hmm. I, LRP, you can, I we can't get those, I'll let uh, you speak for you, of course. Can't get those I'll never games. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to mute myself for this. You ain't got to mute yourself because I'm not entertaining that shit. <sighs> And I'm back. Mm-hmm. You saw how that shit happened, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, yo, Shane, I love you. You know that I always got to say that before I say the truth. I love you. But that was Schwarzenegger. Bullshit. You're lying. You did not want to, you did not feel this way when we was mad at that situation in the draft. You did not feel this way. You was like, yo, I'm, a, I'm happy with you. And again, you're not listening. We went you're not listening. Listen to me. Listen to me, bro. You're not listening, okay? I am good with what he did in the draft. I am great. All of that y'all was bitching about the draft, yes, I am all the way with what he did in the draft. But again, 
I said he did not finish with the offensive line. We can go back to these episodes. We can go right back to after the draft. That is exactly what I said. The only gripe that I have is that he did not finish the offensive line. I have never continued. No, right. Stop, stop, stop. Stop. What happens? Stop. This is why y'all don't hear nothing because y'all don't listen. Well, it's kind of hard to listen when you call out the people that because of how we feel and our opinions because you differ from that. That's why I had to interject is because, yeah, yeah, you're right, but that was double talk after the fact. You were dismissing the brother. Oh, that was a bullshit. I'm like, yo, who's the player? Yo, I'm smart. Because I really want to play. You were dismissing. I remember it. I remember it. You did. You did double talk. The whole situation is, is that all I'm saying is, my brother, now that we're at this point, like I said before, hindsight being 2020, you couldn't afford to it. But that's why I said content, the word. But maybe it should have been satisfied because of the way you kept double talking. No. And again, he just asked the question, and that, that was the only thing that, and putting it in perspective, he asked the question: Was this? Did you feel this way before or after Lemieux? And when you said, I, I felt like the saying. whole like, time that was where the confusion. Yeah. Oh, the whole the whole time. That's where I'm. Can I'm I like, bro, like that's where I'm confused. Hold on, pause, right? That's where I'm like, bro, like this is crazy because the whole process, bro. And this has been five years. You know what I'm saying? And we've been talking about it. I'm like, yo, even the damn massive guard in the fucking from Alabama was still in the sixth round. We but talked about this. We talked about how he passed up on Tyler Badass. Stop, stop, stop. We talked about how he passed up on Tyler Badass and he did it again this season in this in this draft. We talked about all of that. But again, I feel like this is where y'all are saying, like, because I was good with what he did in the draft, that I was content with the offensive line. And that is not what it is. I am not content with that shit. I feel that they missed out on an interior lineman. You were satisfied. You know, and you like that conjecture was, you know, as far as content and satisfied. Yeah, you were satisfied. I only got one question, and I'm off the topic. So, yeah, I mean, like, if a dude just sit there and and get off, and he like with the straight face, like I don't care. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but he got off and shit, and you like, oh, yeah, I mean, well, he got off. He's satisfied. No, nah, that nigga face is still like, man, I need some ass, man, I need some pussy. Okay, I ain't satisfied. Whoa. I need. I need, well, I that, need well, that would have been the face from the beginning. Now, hold on, hold okay. on, my brother. That, no, when you no, it's not, bro, because that, that has nothing to do with the draft. Y'all <laughs> are sitting there telling me because, because I was content and I was That's good. That's a fact. Stop, stop, stop. Y'all telling me that because I was good and content with what happened in the draft that I was good and content with the offensive line, and that's asinine. Okay, so let me Can just I say this. Real quick, real quick. You you never said that you are okay with the line and you feel that we're going to come together in jail and we need to stop bitching and moaning yeah. and move forward? Yeah. You never said that to me and LRB? Yeah. Stop I bitching said, and moaning I, about the line exactly and move forward? I said 
from week exactly in week one, they are going to have their chemistry and gel off the rip. That's exactly my words. So then how are you unhappy week if you one. already given them a futuristic promise? Because I believe in the chemistry of the dudes. But I still want a guard. They are a missing a guard. I wanted the Trey Turner. I wanted the Levi. I wanted the goddamn. Now I want the Castle. I'm begging for the Castle. Please, the Castle. Don't retire. Come to the Giants. I want a guard. You could have got a guard. That's a fat LRP. Come on. Come on. Come on. You see? That don't make me hate the draft, bro. That don't make me hate the draft. It's not about the draft. It's the foundation. It's the roots, And you knew that Daniel had a lingering injury. You knew Pert. This Pert, I came out. I read the article. Pert had this back injury aggravated and re-aggravated back in April. Back in April, they knew he re-aggravated it. That was the draft. How can you be good with that? I still don't know what I've been saying. And this is what I've been saying. I'm not not griping about the tackles. I believe we tackle good. We are tackled Okay, Matt Pert is... I don't like about Matt Pert is going to have a nagging back injury throughout the season. Nate Solder is obviously going to be on that side. Andrew Thomas is going into his second year. What possible confidence do you have in that now? Now, Lemieux. So not just tackle, I mean guard, as you would say. But there's tackle issues now, too. Pert will be fine. That shit is minor. He'll be ready for week one. I'm not, I'm yeah, not really griping that, about That's a fact. So I still believe, like I've been going on and saying this whole damn time, we're tackle good. My gripe always been interior linemen, and I just want one stinking guard. That's all. Just one. Well, we got guards. I just need to get that out there. They just may not be the guys that you feel it's you want to based. be on it's the hope field. It's hope-based, bro. That, that, right. That's hope-based, though, bro. We hoping that Hernandez sits there and meet his potential. We hoping that Lemieux sits there and have a great second season. That's hope-based. I want a solidified guy. I want the cash, though, damn it. But my question is that if it's hope-based, how did you feel such hope on opening day? That's why I said at least he was satisfied. The chemistry. He he was the I got it, but now he is. But that's, but that's one, real department. They will be there. I know they're going to sign a guy. I know they're going to sign a guy by week one. Real quick. Real quick. Not so if you still would apologize. You, you didn't have a question. I need they sign a guy by week one. The offense, you got more more meat on the bone. That's more going for all right, so Nacho, we know you are not one to hold any punches or, or dialogue. So we know if you was able to speak, you would have spoke. Trust that. 
So wherever right. you are, brother, whenever you ready. But I want to move on to no, what's going on. I, 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 I got it. There he is. Okay. I got it. I think I, think I got it. I mean, um, I kind of kicked out of there at the end when you, you asked him the question about him telling y'all to quit bitching and stuff. I'm just, I smoke a lot, so, like, my memory's bad, but. Oh, like, shit. Was it I know what we doing. The life is was it like last week or two weeks ago, I heard somebody say, I can't remember who had said it, something to the effect of, I ain't worried about this offensive line because when Saquon is healthy and then the weapons, or weapons like I think 50 times, and then the chemistry will be all all good by week four. And oh, then boy, we will be good, and and then and then a bunch of good stuff. So I don't know who said that. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> that that motherfucker. Um, weed got you. But I remember the phrase. I, I remember the phrase. Again, again, my my head But I believe the phrase was, "I ain't worried about this offensive line because of." And then there was reasons, I believe, names of players and then things. And then I believe also mm-hmm. the word, uh, you know, what was that, cohesiveness or something like that. So, I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I guess, I'll get I guess and that's I'll get the receipt exactly so that way we can, I can clarify who said it. I'm not 100% sure. But I, I just, uh, again, I've been a proponent about your offensive line for about two years now. Um, it's something that you guys and your front office has never seen to want to address, and when they do, they just make the wrong decision. Um, now you guys got hurt offensive linemen, and Every year, Nacho. hopefully your quarterback can, you know, make the right read in, you know, less than two seconds. Um, if your quarterback got that kind of skill, then, then you guys would be all right. Um, but when you're moving the guy who's played at center for the most, part of his career, I think, or, or the best, you're moving him out of that position to right next to him. It's, I don't know what, what, what's, your, what's your offensive, you know, what they're thinking or what's going on. I, I don't know. I don't understand if it's like well, we're, gonna, we're just going to hope that, you know, the weapons just do what they do and get open and, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, and well, it's not as if it was Real a quick. bad free agency or a bad draft class for offensive linemen. It's just a big swing and a miss. Let me jump in there real quick since you bring it up. So what do we have? Okay, what do we have to give Daniel Jones more than two seconds? Being being as it may, not going back in time here. We already know what it is. David Gettleman is already on the carpet. As far as I'm concerned, he's been on the carpet for this offensive line and giving his bullshit. But that's neither here nor there. What do we have? We have Harrison. They talk about Fulton. Um, and they talk about uh, Murphy, right? And even Hedgie. So either one of those guys are going to have to step up for one. They're going to have to do a hell of a lot more coaching up these guys to make sure this mature is right. You still got Soldier, even though he's a year removed. Those names, and and the is not out of it. You know what I'm saying? They said the price is averted. You know, it doesn't you know look like 
anything that's super crazy. He was out there still moving and mirroring and practice doing his thing. Walked off on his own power along with uh Okay, so it wasn't a bad injury, he just it just looked bad. He yeah, over so he, ain't, he ain't down and out. So these guys I see where Shakes not completely beat up my boy here. You know what I mean? Can this squad give this man four seconds? Can he give him four seconds? Four point six three. Can he give him that much time? Can these names that I just named give that man four point three six three seconds instead of the two seconds? That's the question. If they can do that, this offense will move. As long as it's not right. Now, LRP, I'm gonna jump right into that conversation with can they? Now, I'm gonna add them to they. Kyle Rudolph. Um, we still have a fullback on the roster, right? Um, Tololo. Yeah, Tololo. Caden. You know Smith. Elijah right. Penny is at 92. I brought that dude up from a 69 pause to a 92 in Madden. So, and boy, is a beast okay. in my world. So these are, the, these are the helpers that we have as an extension to the offensive line. Can they, including them, do that? Rudolph is a beast in the blocking. We all know that. He gets, he, his run blocking is he's one of the best run blocking tight ends in the NFL, hands down. He did it for years, Adrian and Davin. He got skills. He know what he's doing. Um, Caden Smith is a way better blocker than Evan Ingram could ever possibly want to be. So get that out there. Okay? So those are extensions to the offensive line. Is that enough? That's the question. Even with those additions, is that enough? Are we going to see? Because his grandpappy yeah. didn't get a fucking lineman. Of course. And don't get cursed yeah. out again, LRP. Right. So don't ever fucking say you're good with that fucking draft. Stop that we shit. know where that came from. We know where that came from. Well, I am not here to do that. Noise. We went crazy. Hello, nah, you went from mom trying to beat shit. my brother up all the way to beating him up again. You know why? Because brother, unfortunately, his brother had to double step on this one. He had, he had no other choice because he's riding with his papa nowadays. And, of course, you got to like what would happen there with the potential of next year, right? But what players oh, did we get? We Antoine Fisher, bro. I got you. Stop staying in that fucking house. Come over. I give you a shirt, bro. Stop fucking with Nigga. your grandfather. <laughs> Get out of that house. Come run over to the give you a shirt. Chill here, bro. Make sure you join the Navy. You know what I'm saying? I bet shit. Could have got Taliban ass last year. You could have got fucking Elijah this year. Shit would have been done. Done. Done and done. With, uh, with the folks you already had? Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here. You wanted to see this lineman? You wanted to see this boy move behind whatever he, they got? And he looked right. I don't give a fuck what they talk about Barkley. ain't going to be ready. 
And that's where y'all feel like we would have oh, been okay with what happened with the offensive line. No, okay? But here let's let's go back to this draft though. Okay? Yes, what he did was great. It was exactly what I said he was going to do. Besides get the damn offensive line. Why does him not getting the offensive line dictate what the fuck this draft was? It's a failure because he didn't get the offensive lineman when there's only one guy left, and you can grab a guy right before the fucking season. There's why is one position so make the damn draft a failure? I'm going to tell you why, because you are just like if you're the orchestrator or the orchestrate and you're the director of the directing and you make a motherfucking movie and the end of the movie fucking sucks. The ending, the rest of the movie was dope, but the last 15 minutes you was like, what the fuck? What's that? You mad all the way to fuck off. That's exactly why. Right there. And, and LRP, can I please tag me in? First of all, you came here, your grandfather, preaching that, knowing that was the issue. You actually came to this franchise saying, we need hog mollies. Like, this was your thing. You came here talking like that, already knowing we had a disastrous six-year tenure in that area before you arrived. And you have done nothing yet to help out in that area. Still, so not only did you see the damaged goods, but you didn't do shit to fix them, even though you have had the chance. That's why we going in on them like that. That's why we. No, at this point, you are damaged goods. That's point, a fact. You like you saw what the problem good. was. You saw it. You looked at it. And he did it off the back. He did it off the backs of doubling up on shit that we already had. He fucking got down their homes when you already had Kevin and Julia Love in the, in the fucking chamber. You get and the they started playing when you well. already got separate in the chamber. And you just that for offensive linemen, for finishing the product. You risked it. I mean, I, I understand they put better, more risk or more value on the running around versus the protection. And they and that they're going down that floor. They're going down that floor, and don't expect me to give them a pass for dying on that floor because they have to. And shakes, I'm gonna bring it back That's to all? something that you hated. You hated seeing Eli Manning go through that. We all did, but you emphasized it a lot more than us because it was nothing we could do. Even when we sought to see Eli, you know, decline, he still was not helped by having a good line. Like, even if a quarterback is declining, you would say, damn, at least he got some protection. He didn't even have that. So you used to scream about that all the time. Charlie's name is Darkness Is and all of that because of the whole offensive line. I said this last week on a show. We have been going through this problem for damn near nine years. Since 2012 to 2013, we have been going through a decline of an offensive line, and we have been we have been twisted since then. 
Look at the running backs behind those lines. Look at the look at the protection that Eli has had. It's yo, we are cursed. I said it. I said yo, it's something we just have a we're cursed. That's what I said last week, and it's continuing. And it's like this GM, your grandfather, saw this, and he still couldn't do nothing about it and still has not done nothing about it. Fulton, that move right there let me know exactly who Dave Gettleman was. You didn't go get a decent offensive lineman. You went and got the worst one from last year. I'm good. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go because I'll start my shit again. I'm going to let it go. Now, we're going to see what it's going to be. It's still a chance. <laughs> still a chance. And Joe Judge, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean she does. Uh, you know, don't like it at all. And the lingering back on Kurt, I don't like it at all. So I am going to Jones going to change his name. It's only day two. Only day two. We'll see what it's going to be. I try not to hit the Every button on these things, but I do want to. It had to be brought up that the, the oversight here that you just see come into play is is maddening sometimes. So, but I'm over it. Can't wait to see a preseason game. We got a preseason game in six days, gentlemen. Hall of Fame game right around the corner. We are in there. It's all downhill from after that. I can't wait to see it. Put on pads next week. We're going to see, you know, hopefully folks stay healthy and injured, bro. And Carter, yo, right. Carter might be on it. Out, man. Yo, you, you can't do it, bro. I mean, I, I didn't know about the rag on thing. That's a, that was a blow. I wanted to see him in this thing. Anyway, I haven't heard anything from Ryan. It's crazy, man. I barely hear anything about his knees. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, I've been checking. They just saying that he's he's penciled in to to start in that spot. Like that's it. Like they're saying they're saying he is locked in to start in that spot. And whoever else is just gonna get some snaps behind him or whatever Patrick Graham got going on with packages when that gets on the field, because he is is over. He ain't even need to be talked about. They know what's up. They know what's up when he rolling up. So I've been hearing a couple of things, and I've been reading a couple of more things. They're saying that Daniel Jones is struggling throwing the ball in practice. They say right after that, the defense has been overwhelming. They saying that the defense looks so great that it's hard for him, pause, to even just get a pass off. They saying the defense has given him no time back there. They are smothering these wide receivers. TJ Brunson tried to knock Kenny Galladay the hell out. <laughs> Logan Ryan jumped right up in Nick Gates' face and told him, be a better blocker. <laughs> Yo, Ooh. 
this is what I've been wanting. To, this is what I was waiting for. Remember that? <clears throat> yes. Because T.J. Brunson damn near tried to knock Kenny Galladay out. Kenny Galladay got up, shrugged it off. You know, they did the little shoulder thing. I'm tough. Nick Gates ran into T.J. Brunson's face. It was like, watch yourself. Logan Ryan said, be a better blocker. <laughs> and that's how that went. Fighting words. What? That's what I'm talking about. That's, just, that's the main crap. And and that's the premise of Patrick Graham's defense against Daniel Jones. Give him nothing and take everything. That's Graham's motto against Daniel Jones. To play devil's advocate, I will jump in there and say I did, well, and this is mainly to Charlie. Tom Brady came out and said we had a shooting practice today. Defense was all over it. And that's been pretty consistent with uh, the offenses in, in these practices, even Dallas, which they show every 15 minutes because they owe Jerry Jones a baby or something. You see the same thing, defense overpowering the offense. You know, uh, Parsons you know, got himself a practice in the INT. You know, so it's been happening all over and um, so I don't, my thoughts on it, I don't really, I, I won't dig too much into it. I do love the fact that the defense is doing what they do, but that's used, that's also consistent with the behaviors. The defense always plays better against the, um, their own team in practice because they know every damn thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, yeah, that is good shit from, you know, our, even the rookie got got himself a practice INT. Get uh, his name. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say Aquarius. Uh, Aquarius. My name is Larry. What's the dude's name, man? I'm an Aquarius. Every time I see it, like that's what pops into my head. Like, like what the fuck? I'm dyslexic for real, but my image, I know it's saying something, the whole name there, but and then I'm scrolling through. I think it's Rodarius. Rodarius Williams or some shit like that, I think. He got a self-INT, number 23. It's, yeah. Aquarius. And my name is Larry. <laughs> yeah. Right. And my name is Larry. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, I don't know about everybody else, but I love it. If Daniel Jones has to go against a defense like this in practice nah, with no holds barred, I love it. I love it. Get your ass I love twisted. It. Right. Get your ass <laughs> twisted. That's what I'm about. That's how you're supposed to act. That's how we're supposed to act. Why would I let my quarterback tear us it. up in hey. practice? Nah. There we go. <laughs> Let's go, because we don't get no hard knocks, man. Get your ass whipped up. Come. Right. Real South Africa, be out there listening in California, love. <laughs> oh, he upset, upset. Don't get, don't get that twisted. Dan ain't been talking since the clip has been eliminated. Let's get that out there. <laughs> I know what he about. You feel me? Yo, can I tell you? Can I tell y'all something that I know? 
None of y'all never thought about. I know it's a stupid little fact, but it's just something that I'm looking at. After the prefix and all of our phone numbers, the first number for the first seven digits is a three. Did y'all know that? Uh oh. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird to me. All of our phone numbers are from different places, right? After the prefix, whichever your area code is, the first number in the seven numbers that completes the phone number, all of us, is the number three. (laughs) And it's three of us on the phone. Wow. No. Yo, see? Something is up with that number. That's crazy. Uh, We're going to take our show now. Watch this. Actually, a fantastic four of us. He's on to us. But it was like. Yeah, according to the symbolism in Google. According to Google, Google says that the angel number three represents growth, inspiration, inner guidance, and manifestation. Right, except for when the offensive yeah, line is talked about. That's all three of us, I think. <clears throat> you know what's going to trip y'all out? When we was talking about this, I looked at the time on left on the on stream, it said, Three, 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 three. Three, three, right. Oh, it was three across, right. It's funny you said that because I was just looking at it when you said it. Mm-hmm. Like three, 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 three. I was looking right at it. Enjoy this crazy, bro. We should go see if we can airbrush the motherfucking bank money out. So this is crazy. Yes, this is magic. And y'all ain't even know, look. The time on my phone, I've been on here for one minute, 23 seconds, 23 minutes, and 13 seconds. Right. Yeah. See? I'm going to kick you. Why are you not reacting my shit? I want to get off the phone. You know how I am, y'all. I can't explode on my phone. I hate the numbers. All right. Still with this warlock. That is crazy. Warlock. That yeah, was the like, original lock name, Warlock. Like three like corners it. of fire just went crazy mm-hmm. just now somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yo, we could do the podcast. Yo, some. Yo, oh, son. shit. There's he said he saw three triplets walking across the street. Oh, shit. Take a picture. <laughs> Yo, remember what we was doing with the uh, remember we did the hip hop joint? Yes, we need to talk though? about this black. Yes, I can hear you. Are you about to talk about voice the five nine? We gonna need no no no. We're gonna create we're gonna create a YouTube no, we're gonna create a YouTube podcast on that. And we're gonna be in the screen talking to these people. I'm telling you, bro, like look, at this point in time I'm tired, bro. <laughs> of not getting the money for what we do or what we say and what's influential. Talk about it. it. Talk about it. So it's time to really, like, get the money. So get directly to the money. Get money. 
Get the work. Get the work. Get the stuff. Get the work. Get the stuff. Get the plate. Get the work. Get the stuff. Get the plate. All of it. Get the I want to, nah, nah, because at this point, at this point, I know that I know they was probably panicking, but me, back in the day, if I was, God forbid, like, we was doing this, nah, I want everything, everybody's stuff. I want the camera. I want you, the PlayStation. I want all of it. We're taking all this shit, and we're going to be real calm about it. All right? And y'all going to all walk in this room together and hold hands. Like, if we're going to do this shit, we're going to do this shit face. all the way. You know what I mean? Like, the fuck? We got these guns out? Like, oh, no. Everybody got to understand what's about to happen right now. Get the whole puncher. Get the shredder. Hey, yo, what, what the dude said on Juice? I want all your clothes. Y'all got to be butt naked in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, especially you, because you look good. <laughs> y'all close it out. I'll be back in about 15 minutes. So I'm going to be a fan for a little while, set my situation up so I can get on this road in about another 45 minutes to get to the bag. So y'all know what's up. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I got three of the greatest MCs in one in spiritual form. (laughs) I ain't got to worry about it. This has been a fantastic show. Y'all know what it is, man. So go ahead and do what y'all got to do. All right. 
But listen, Black Frizzy, real quick. While we got the time, yeah. and we definitely about to go soon. But while we got the time, are you on to the culture, bro? You know that going well. What are you talking about, son? No, I'm talking about, bro. I'm not going to watch it, bro. Look, now I got to be honest with you. I put it on. I did. I promise you. I just wasn't watching it. I was listening. I just was not watching that shit. I was doing multiple things at one time. And, uh, pause. You know, and it it sounded a little crazy because it sounded like, um, (laughs) It sounds like, no, like shorty. It sounds like shorty's a good shorty. His mom's crazy, though. His mom's a You ever see that commercial? Huh? I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off. You ever see that commercial when the dude was watching Amazon and he ironed it? And he was like, and he looked down the iron. Nah. And he was like, damn, I missed it. And he talking to the oh, TV. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, you like, want to put it back? <laughs> and the motherfucker immediately went yeah. back to ironing. It's like, damn, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I knew I was not going to make some pain, but I was doing that shit like an audio book. You got to understand my grind, son. I was like, yo, let me do this shit like an audio book, though. And I go back and watch it. You know what I'm saying? And so it right. sounded like his mom grinding his head. It sounded like, sound like he a good kid. He was trying to stand up, but his mom was doing shit behind the scenes, even though she had him in the game, because he could have been out the way. But she brought him back just to be with her. So it kind of was some weird shit in, in that. And then his man got killed in between that. His man, man, still. So right. when, when he figured that out, I don't even know what his mentality going to be. But it might be fuck the world. It might turn into really into the 50 cent right away. So, um, you know, just from listening to it, 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 it was a good joke. You know what I'm saying? I was feeling it. I was feeling the phone. You know what I'm saying? The shit was hot, you know, so I need to go back and watch it and see the visual and see everything going on. But to be able to iron it, I was like, damn. Your mom's foul as shit, boy. What's up, my What's she doing? Yeah, she is foul. So, you know, and then when they bought the, yeah, when they bought the cousin, and we already knew what the cousin was because I saw, I saw the cousin in, in when because I, I, that episode of Power I got up to, at least, where I saw the cousin. You know what I mean? And I already knew she was already, you know, on that vibe. White girl, the white girl, I don't know what the white girl did to her, but it was a mad pause. It was a mad pause. She said, who is this she bitch? she wasn't really like, that was it. whatever that was. <laughs> that was it. That's what now she said. Now about when they, when they got isolated bitch? somewhere, they was, it was her and the white girl, and they was isolated somewhere, and she wasn't really feeling it. That's, that's how it yeah. sounded. It didn't sound like she was trying to do whatever with her. So, he got around to you, too. He was like, oh, I'm going to get this. Yeah, and I, you know, it, you know, it, it's a situation where it was, uh, I, I like it so far. You know, I'm going to go back and watch it. I'm going to go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, you definitely got to go and watch it. I know it. that young lady, the Caucasian young lady, because I'm looking at the screen at that point, because I'm like, oh, two girls? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what's going on? They about to eat this person. Yeah, I mean, oh, here's, no. like, here's the thing. And this is why you're really going to love it when you go watch it because, like, the visuals and everything, like, you like it from the the um, audio and shit factor, which is crazy to me because I, I can't even imagine following it like that. But You got you to gotta listen to audio books. You got to listen to audio books, bro. If you motherfucking sit there, well, not if, but when you go back and watch it, bro, like, 
you from Queens, bro. Like, so it's yeah. it's going to take you back and make you feel like home. Oh, so they had the aesthetics. They had all of the time period shit with the cars and everything, and the houses and the, and the gear. Yeah, that takes me back. That's a do take me back. Uh, I ain't even grow up there, but hey. I know. Well, first of all, when, when them niggas popped off, it sounded like they was hesitant like a motherfucker to pop off. Like, <laughs> like yo, you going to be around the corner. You're going to be over here. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> it was a little period the way, you know, before them shots went over. I was like, what are they doing? Standing there watching them? Hey, yo. But, uh, yeah, but that, that transaction right there lets me know that Canaan's going to turn the Canaan off of that shit right there. That's what's going to turn them into whatever it was or is, right? Because that right there, he was innocent. He didn't know nothing about nothing. He was just trying to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, that's the innocent part of the game right there. And now, I think, I think they're about to write it to some sinister real quick. Yeah. He already had it. Really, it's a murder. Yeah, man, like, that shit, you know what I mean? It's the whole setting is Jamaica, Queens. But not only is that going to make you feel like home, that Era, bro. It's the '90s, bro. So you really gonna be like, yeah, oh, I was on the trains, the buses, exactly. So all of that shit, you gonna be like, man, I remember that shit. I was doing, yo, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be ill for you, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes, it is, bro. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Like that's the first thing that right, I think man. in the first episode. Yeah. That's what he said. This is a it's the Canaan story. This is a Jamaica Queen story. Like, so I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like this is they they going back. Yeah, you know boy, boys, and, and listen, yo. I used to say this shit like, bro, talking about going back and being detailed. Like he is. 50 is being so detailed like you can tell like he his mind is still kind of stuck in that era because he got so much of the you shit that was going on God back on this one. detail bro just crazy huh this is the video version to get Richard God get Richard God trying he had to yeah. speed it up on that on the audio version but he can get to slow it, it down is, bro. it is it is the movie but... couldn't do justice to kind of rush that yeah. It's he, it's even more detailed than that, it. though. You know what I'm saying? It's even more detailed than Get yeah, Richard Dottrine. Like, Get Richard Dottrine told a, a very a, a story of his life, you know what I mean, which grew up in Jamaica, Queens. Real but this, quick, like, he got more, yeah, like, he got more yeah. range to tell more. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got more range to tell more. It's not so compacted in a movie. Like, so this is more like, this is like the extended version. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, this is, it's crazy, bro. That series thing was a good thing. They should have did NWA in the series, right? But they rushed that too. But, um, 
the whole thing, that series thing is like, that's a thing because you get to stretch it out. I'm still waiting for the Wu-Tang. Yo, I was just about to say that, bro. Like, can't wait till that Wu shit come back out, yo. Like, man, I need that shit. Jack, you ain't got to worry about me, man. I ain't gonna fuck. I know. You ain't got to worry about what Black. I was on it. Like, yo, I had to. I'm like, yo, who got Hulu? Who got Hulu? I need it. I need it. I need it in my life, bro. I got to watch this shit. But, yeah, like, I'm telling you, man, this this power, man. And, like, this is what's so great about it, though. This is what is so great about it right now. This is a great time for you because, yeah, I mean, you got this Power Book 3, which is in, yeah, I mean, your home, home part of town. But not only that, then you got the BMF story coming right on after that. That's true. Yeah, right this shit here. right up your fucking alley, bro. <laughs> like, right in your airways, bro. I'm going to tell you now, I, I ain't never seen the BMF do it because I was always a race from that shit. I, I wasn't on no part of town from Miami to Atlanta when it was, or Detroit or wherever they was at. But I saw it, I read about it, and I got one dude that's a part of my, my producing clique that was there for the South Carolina movement of it. He got the cats and all that. He got the pictures and all that. That's the only way I believe it. He always be lying and shit. But, um, yeah, the, you know, the main thing is, like, yo, look, when I when I witnessed this thing, one thing I want to say, I saw a little clip, because 50, he loved doing this shit. He loved talking at the interest and everything. And he was like, yo, he was talking on thisis50.com, right? And he was talking to a shorty. He like, yo, I don't know who the name was. He was like, yo, yeah, we got a soundtrack for the joint. We got 42 Doug on there. Yeah, he got a track on there with Jeezy. I'm trying to get it it's better with him on there. I'm trying to get him to get Jeezy the hell up out of here. I'm like, oh, yo, they're not feeling Jeezy. What happened? Because like, I already know if he if he's doing that, something going on behind the scenes. Like, Jeezy, like, he watched that. He kind of, he kind of talking to Jeezy. You know what I mean? Like, damn. What's going on? What's the damn nothing to do? Hmm? Yeah, man. I can't wait, man. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful time for you to be up on that shit, man. And then I think Snowfall coming back out, too. Yeah, I'm good on the shit. Snowfall. I caught all the way up on that. I'm all the way Gucci on that. All the way. That one right there, I cannot lie to you, I'll watch it again. Like the wire, oh, yeah. I watched that shit again. That shit, I, like, that I love shit right there was up there. Where I was binge that again. That one right there, I was intrigued very much. So that storyline, the plot, rest in peace, John Singleton. Yo, that shit, crazy. That's why I love these shits though, because, like I said in yesterday's episode, or yeah. Um, this is taken back to the urban era. Like, this is urban history right Physical here. Contact. Yeah, like, yeah, physical contact. None of the, the yeah. 80s, 90s, the 2000s, 
attitude down. Like the seventies, we was yeah. I mean, we were doing our thing, but the eighties, the nineties, the two thousand. That's when we started to rock. You know what I mean? Like, start be a whole different story, but in our urban history and culture. So, yeah, I mean, we get to see. Nah, I gotta be honest with you. You don't know the legends in none of the sixties and seventies, right? But what I can say is that those was definitely the G's that was that had some guidance and success there. But here's the thing: that shit was to be definitely told and not sold. They were supposed to be giving that game up, but they wasn't from lineage to lineage. And that's why we still get it today. That same thing, because it was never taught. Kids be like, yo, man, fuck them old heads. You know what I'm saying? It, I have, when I heard that shit, that shit hurt my heart. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I fucked the job. Like, nah, fuck that old motherfucker. I'm like, damn. What happened? Straight up. But you always, you know what I mean, like, you got to understand, like, especially, like, when you was younger, like, when the old head tried to school you on some shit, and you like, man, come on, man, I ain't trying to hear all that, man. You know what I mean? Like, they had that man. Right now. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Because he don't understand. So what happens is, is that the OGs are the older dudes, or what they call themselves OGs, and a lot of them aren't. They get frustrated because they can't communicate properly. <clears throat> they can't communicate properly. Period. They can't. They don't have the articulation to do that. A lot of them. I'm just trying to tell you something. Like, and then you try to get physical with, with the kid, and he's gonna shoot you or kill you or something like that. Because now he, he's trying to fight exactly. you. Exactly. They're on a different whole way. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't understand that principle, that's why I was interesting when I got into the thing I was into. Because I started seeing them kids. I'm looking at them kids and them guns. I'm like, oh. Right, let me see what the mind is, though. And them kids' minds are different. They was different. I must say that. And one of them, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Spike. You know what I'm saying? Spike. Uh, my brother, hold, hold your head, Spike. I got you, though. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't know, man. All I can say is this. Please. Please, all responsible Americans, I don't care your race. All responsible Americans, please arm yourself. All I can say. Heard it here from Black Freezy. All right, Black man, you got anything, you know, closing statement? I mean, I think we got under 15 minutes. Yeah, closing statement is this. this yeah, your grandpappy's a motherfucker. I got to say that. All right, we on blog talk. You know what I'm saying? He's a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. You know, fucking around, trading all the yellow. This shit all fucked up, bro. This shit all fucked we up, bro. <laughs> Understand it? The offensive line, we never got no augmodies in here, dot com, bro. We never got none of that there. You understand this? So, Yo. look at me in my eyes through the phone, motherfucker, when I say this shit. Any quarterback you bring in this motherfucker is doomed. <laughs> on a dotted line, motherfucker. Dotted motherfucking line. Find there. <laughs> Yo, Shake, that was real quick, bro. I just wanted to say that was that was how we, that's eloquently put. How we was describing that to Black. Yo, Black, I'm telling you. Shake said exactly what it is that you need to hear. All I'm going to add is this. It's so detailed. 
he got the boosters on the corner of Stuffton Boulevard selling the merch outside mm. of the Macy's when they stole right. Well, right. you got to know about that if you if if you know yeah. about that. Yeah. He got them outside of Sufton yeah. Boulevard, bro. Thing, boy. Yeah, man. Look, I wish I wish he was cool with framing them. The they story was cool too. I wish he was. But cool guess what? Them. That's who I think he's emphasizing with that with the kid who recently body back. You see the body rock. <laughs> we need a body rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chase, don't do that. You know how I feel about this. Need a body oh. rock. <laughs> Streets need a body rock. Streets need a body rock. Yeah, that's how. That's who I think he is. Nah, so, so hold on, hold on. So Joey badass, Joey badass is fat cat. Wait till you wait till you see it. You got to put it together for yourself. I'm telling you, he's emphasizing without without. All right, now without I'm doing that. Remember, yo, when that I'm boy, telling when you, when that boy spit on, when he put, right. right. Okay. Now, what is what did we know that Joey Badass, um, Preem? You got me saying, what did we know Preem for? The ultimate takeover. The hustler, yeah, robbing but, other but hustlers. I think, but, but Joey supplying Joey supplying his moms. Remember, Cream was the one that brought his moms in, and that's how he got close with Cream. Listen, he doing what he's doing, what fits the narrative of his storyline. But when you look at the storyline, you can put those facts together for yourself. Like knowing Queens, knowing New York, you'll put mm-hmm. it together for yourself. But you can see what he's doing. Yeah. He's taking certain storylines and twisting them around. Yeah, now, I kind of see, I kinda, I kinda see what that is. And the only reason why yeah. I know that's Joey Badass because I know it's free. That's my son. Exactly. Right? Yeah, those, right. those that's why I said right Those are my day last soul. But Shakes, that's my closing statement. Yeah. Street me street the body rock. Street me the body rock. Street me the body rock. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I love the character, bro. I love it, bro. I love the character. He's a funny dude, bro. He is a funny he dude. Really to you rock with a nice funny character. You come to the shop and let me tighten that up. Her little brother, though. Like, her little brother is the funniest motherfucker in the world, bro. Or is that the oldest one? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's the oldest one. He always eating and shit. Yeah. But man, yeah, he's a funny dude, man. You're still invited. <laughs> that man said, "Yo, yeah, your dog got radiated and everything like that." <laughs> like, how do you? <laughs> <laughs> I know what he mean. What do you mean by that? Your dog got radiated. They put the dog in the microwave, bro. <laughs> dog in the microwave. Oh. That's what that was? Yeah, bro. Yeah, she, she was giving it up to a dude, and she smelled the dog burning. You smell dude, it? She was giving it's it a lot, it's a lot of things. I kind of got one over my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah these dudes, she was giving it up to. Like, how you just going to stop like that? <laughs> like, he said about that whole burn smell. Oh, that's what that was. 
That's yeah. what that was. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that nigga was the, they put the dog in the mic. So she was like, I think your sister did that. My dog. He's like, oh, yeah, no, it's a little sad. I mean, the dog got radiated and all that, but <laughs> he's like, my, my sister loves dogs. No, he, he likes you. No, he is funny, bro. Like, I was dying, yo. Like, how you just going to tell a girl, you know what I mean, a dog got radiated, yo? Well, what you've been saying to me, right? I haven't been a part of my brother, and I know we're about to be cutting up in a minute. See, I don't know because blog talk is different for what he's used to, but um, yeah, you know, I gotta be in the culture now because I need these phrases and sayings and shit for these shirts. You know what I'm saying? And these ideas, that's where a lot of this shit is coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, just looking at the culture, looking around, talking to people, praising mm-hmm. things. I'm like, oh, write this down. I'm write this down. Write that mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of them shit is bars. They bars. Like, oh, these bars. Yep. I'll tell you, man. So I, would, I, I didn't have to be a part of it, I felt like. I, didn't, I really didn't. I didn't care. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't care because, you know, even rolling up in a car. Maybe, maybe even if you're not, about, maybe like, even if you're not a part of it, if you're not, maybe even if you're not a part of it, you got to at least be on top of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to at least yeah, know what the fuck is going on out here. It's more talk. Like, yeah, you, you, know, you didn't see the book? Like, what book? Two, nigga? Three, nigga? <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> it's my language. I like, know. Yeah, boy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, shout-outs to y'all. Uh, LRP, you still here? You got closing? LRP, I want to ask you. I want to ask you a, a, a quick question, man, because I, I want to have some, some lyrics in my shit. And what do y'all think? Because I'm about to drop a tape. Y'all think I just need to drop the beat tape, or I need to try to put some lyrics on top of the tape? I think it'd be more received if you have the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, from the so like, you're doing a beat uh, tape for like, yeah, you know I mean, you're trying to let, yeah, you know I mean, people in the industry hear, every, you know, what I mean, what you got, and okay, but no, nah, I don't know. People about people in the industry. Look, this shit is just to create content. The main thing is just to create content. Exactly, and in that, in that case, you know what I'm saying you have to draw the attention. You know what I mean, because we got you got to remember in mm-hmm. these days. People's attention spans are not so high anymore. You know what I mean? That, so, so, so you would say you would rather listen to a song than just a, a regular, a regular beat just playing in the background. Yeah, like, like if mm-hmm. normally, like if you put on a beat, you probably listen to the, like the first twenty minutes. I mean, twenty seconds of it, like, okay, yeah, it's hot, and then you cut it off. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
Well, it just depends. Some people be on cleaning the crib. I saw it. I was, I, it's kind of crazy. I love YouTube because people be paying to watch people watch people. It's kind of weird. But And when I look at the top producers on YouTube, it's the guys breaking songs, and it's the it's actual just dudes making beats and rhythms and just melodies. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, but first you had to draw the No, that's what I'm saying, though. First you had to draw the attention, though. They got that attention from somewhere besides that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you... Yeah. you My main thing for, like, is this. Is that put that... Put, um, and I'm, I'm here, by the way. I'm sorry, fellas. I had to take care of something real quick. But um, I heard the whole conversation. I just couldn't talk audio one night. Um, but... I would say uh, a lot of, like, uh, my son, he would listen to, was it, uh, hi-fi uh, hip-hop or some shit like that, or lo-fi hip-hop, and it's just, like, a visual with nothing but beats, and it's, you know what I'm saying, and shit, that should be yeah. millions and millions of views. Yeah, so all you need is a dope-ass visual to put to your music, and, you know. Political music, man. Yeah, nah, I got that. Now. I got that. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. how I'm building up my channel. I'm building it up that way. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, because I'm about to drop a tape. If I drop this tape, I got enough to do a two point whatever. Like, if I put some vocals on these beats, well, that should be hella low. That should, like, you know what I mean? Whatever. Because it's kind of like. That would go well. I'm putting some dope ass lyrics to it, though. I'm a lyrical dude, so yeah. that's, uh, you know I'm always going to vote for lyrics. But I was just saying you can do it, if you know, because you already got the space. So yeah, I already got it. Yeah, I already got that. Yeah, lyrics too. But the same way I come up with these shirts, I come up with them little backgrounds and just looping and looping and looping and all they're doing is playing the music looping. And I didn't even know that was a thing. And that's a thing on YouTube. I was like, damn, that's a thing? Yeah, man, you can get money. You're fucking ridiculous. Fresh, fresh, dope one. You know what I'm saying? Snip a line of that. Don't even rebut. Well, hold on. Before we go over that, have you heard this ripple or rough between that little uh, podcast between Royce, Lupe, and Mickey Fax? Yes. You heard them so? Yes. Yes and yes. Each and every one of them. I am a huge voice fan. I can't. You tell me what you said. Shouts out to Mickey Facts. Shouts out to Mickey Facts. Wow. With Brian. Very dope. Very, very dope. Nobody ever said Mickey Facts can't spit. I do like voices. That that was wild, yes. I love Royce's response and yeah, approach no, because no, he came no, like, yo, I can go there. I don't care what they say about the soliloquies and popping the culture. That was seven minutes of killing. Seven minutes of just killing. So I still that's Have still you heard in my brain. The Lupe shit was dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was seven oh, minutes oh, okay, yeah. of killing. Seven minutes. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I'm just Rap was dope too, though. So the Lupe shit was dope. It was a freestyle. That was dope. But that was more personal. This man killed you as an MC to me. He killed you directly. He done put your mans in him in there. And that's why I think he kind of fucked up. He should have left Mickey alone. He should have just killed this dude. 
Because Mickey, I ain't going to front. Mickey turned up, boy. I ain't going to front. I was like, yo, is he going to respond to that? And then I, I saw him talking about it. He said, not going to respond. So I was like, oh, my Lord. This man had turned into, he was like three different people on that track. Like, yeah, yeah he ran. When he ran, just like uh, R.J. Payne, that was like, ooh, that was nasty. That was nasty. Okay, yeah. oh. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And that's what makes this one like really oh. ridiculous. And I'm glad Roy's kind of, you know, <laughs> hopefully he brought it back full circle because he was like, yo, the energy is different. Nah. And hopefully they talk this shit out. Yeah, but, it, it, nah, his energy changed when I... I saw him talking about it because they had a reaction to the joint. I was like, he was like, nah, because he think I need to be rapping about everybody or not. Bring everybody else out. He kind of right a little bit, but he kind of called the kid out. So although they tag teaming on him, he kind of called it like he was going to like do the wizardry, like on some, you know, Gandalf and, you know, Gandalf, Gandalf of sorts, like he would say, right? Wave his hand and get them away. But nah, you need more people on this one. Like, I was like, Damn, I forgot about Mickey Cutts. I, I forgot he was that raw. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I'd be confusing him with Cassie Veggie for some reason. I don't know. But, uh. I do, Mickey you know, been dope. Like, you know, Elzai been dope. He been dope, yeah. Know, I was like, damn, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. This boy right here. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going, man, because I, I would love to see the art. I love to see the craft. Get a workout like it's doing, you know what I'm saying? Because these are, I mean, it'd be you know, nice some see, of the illest. It'd be nice to see, like, uh, Crook. It'd be nice to see Crook just step in there a little bit, lend his hand in. Like, hold up, my brother. Yeah. Crook is ridiculous. Hand, bang, man, I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready. If you talk about real rap, Crook, and you do this rapping, and I don't know where the best thing is. Yeah, he was just cat tired shit. Ain't nothing you can do with that. At all, yeah, period. But, period. Yeah, it's, it's, I, well, I love it. Well, was nice, too, but he kind of like, you know, metaphoric. But, yo, when we talk about bars, <laughs> yeah, I don't think oh, they're seeing Joe okay. when Joe really want to get cracking. That's what I'm saying, like but he that. ain't been in the mix. Like, he ain't trying to get at the head. He just trying to outwrap you skill-wise. And that was what Royce was talking about. It's like, that's no, different. We need if him to come in and take heads at this point. point. If you want to call him Voltron and them, you want Thundercat, Thundercat, oh, are you going to do that? They got to come and take your heads and the names and kicking ass and kicking names later. You know what I'm saying? They got to do something like that. Cause at this point in time, I ain't going to front. That that was a good two piece, you know what I'm saying? Because I heard the little, I heard the little C job type thing, homeboy pulled off. I was like, alright, cool. And then it was some aftermath after that. He did like three freestyles back to back. I was like, okay. He was really gonna be feeling about this. They don't really know each other. I came to find out. I thought they knew each other. They don't, they don't really know each other. So they just was talking on the internet. So uh, yeah, I kind of like this man. I really do because. This ain't nobody dying. This is lyrical, miracle, spiritual. Yo, they killing. And then, yo, that, that seven-minute Royce joint, I ain't gonna front, son. I gotta be honest. I was like, oh, <laughs> how do you come back from this? <laughs> how do you come back yeah, from that, that? That shit is. Damn it. Those are blows everywhere. And I, I heard him. I heard him because he was like, yeah, all you do is put the culture in there. You try to get with make everybody... Yo, but it works, and it works crazy. Yeah, yeah, and he's so right. It's not an angle. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's right. He's sitting up there. He's trying, and that yeah. was, you know what I mean? That was another thing that people got to look at with Mickey Fax. They're just going, they're just listening. They're just listening. They're not hearing. You know what I'm saying? Too diverse and uh, the voice had when he was talking about uh, old boy from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? You look up anything that the man put in his bars. Facts is facts. You know what I'm saying? The girls that used to want to be, you know, with the I big, and the big bulls really and everything, they put those like people on as a clown. But I know what he's doing. Boy. He ain't seen what he's, he's saying. He's saying it's not personal. He took it personal. He never hoped. And that's all he did was slay his. He didn't get personal with him, per se. He put a little bit of it in there. But he didn't get crazy. He just slayed his ass everywhere. I had, yeah. Oh, my God. He went off topic to a point, so he's just like, I'm just so dope, I got to sit these, come back on your ass, but I smack you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, that's seven minutes. I'm like, yo, I just listened to this shit twice, and it was, that's 14 minutes. I'm like, come on. I was like, yo, this shit dope. <laughs> that's how I see it right now. I was like, yo, this shit dope at this point. What's the one time on that shit? This shit dope. Okay, I was like, yo, this shit Actually, I'm gonna listen to it again. I'm gonna listen to that shit again because I know I missed so much in between there. So. Damn. Yeah, I think a little battle that they got going. I gotta on. be honest. The Mickey Fax, when he when he changed that, when he <clears throat> he was already dope, but when he changed that shit up into them voices, I was like, oh man. And the flow, I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. I was like, that boy right there, I was like, wow. I didn't know. My bad. We can wrap it on up. I didn't up, know. Dude. Six. Is that you? Yeah. What would you say? No, I was just copying off of what he said. He said, I didn't know. My bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's dope. I ain't got nothing for the people, man. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. LRP in Houston. Okay, All right. <clears throat> okay, E said. Okay, yep, that was everybody. Alright, so shout outs to to Rock, J Rock. Only one that didn't come through today on this East Style Fridays. But um appreciate <laughs> the fellas. <laughs> Mike got to give him the homework. He absolutely <laughs> He calls him out straight like a professor. Wow. Man, this though, everybody couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. It's a little shake. <laughs> and I was dad ass boy. You need to be on more shows, Rock. Streets need a body. Streets need a body, Rock. <laughs> need to be on more shows, Rock. She's <laughs> need a body rock. Perfect. Perfect. It really is. I can't wait to, to hear from him next time. That's definitely what we're going to say to him. She's need a body rock. J Rock. <laughs> J not rocking Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Ahí ya está. Ahí ya está.
Understand? So don't get shook up because we keep shit live. It's the Shakedown Rep of New York Giants on that drive for five. And we out of there. Take us away. Eat a chosen one from the Bronx. And make sure y'all wear the rubbers, wear your mask, and wash your hands, wash your ass. Good night. Not in that order. Just do it. <laughs> Take us away. Yo, yo, y'all just been shook by the shakedown, and we out of here. Shakedown need you on more shows, Rock. <laughs> the streets need a body, Rock. The streets need a body, Rock. <laughs> we need you on more shows, Rock. We're going to talk about that none disrespect taken, but you just named a whole non-show after that man, and I need to hear what he has to say about that. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's a whole non-show you named after the brother. (laughs) We're going to talk about that. (laughs) Need you on more shows, Rock. Y'all have a safe night. Everybody enjoy their weekend. This has been East Out Friday brought to you by the Shakedown crew. And we the fuck up out of here. Peace. What? Good night. Be safe out there.